Hello, hello, hello. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, June 9th, 2022. And here is some of today's trends in the news. Well, these are trends in the news, but the big news is you want to stay really stupid? You don't want to know dick about shit? Well, tune into the mainstream media because... January 6th hearings will put Trump at center of plot that resulted in Capitol riot. That's the news. That's the news. The same stupid shit when they were going to impeach this guy and people were wasting their time and energy on something that was a loser from the beginning that we said. The Senate's not going to vote. It was Republican to throw this guy out. So this is just a sideshow. And that's all it is. You're living in a sideshow. It's a circus. And you got a bunch of dumb clowns running the show. <clears throat> and anyway, on the more important things, on the market front. So the Dow was, you know, a little lower, a little higher today. And in the last hour, bada boom, bada bing, down 600 and 39 points. The Nasdaq fell 2.75%. The S&P down 2.4%. So the big news is they're waiting for the uh, numbers tomorrow from the inflation numbers. And will it uh, be moderate? Will it have peaked? So that's going to determine how fast the Feds raise interest rates. So the S&P now is down about 15% from its all-time high. And the stocks also, <laughs> the ECB, <clears throat> the frauds over there, the banksters, the bullshit banksters, the bankster bandits that have interest rates at negative territory when your inflation is up to 8.1%, and they're going to raise them in July, that's next month, 0.25 basis points, nothing. They make fun of what's going on over there, and we're going to get to it, over there in Turkey, where inflation's skyrocketing to 75%. And they're saying because of how high the inflation is over there, the interest rate should be around 60%. Well, if inflation in the United States is at what, 8.3%? What do we have a base interest rate of 075 to 1%? The reason? They got to keep the cheap money flowing into the markets. And that's why you saw them go down today. Oil, now real basically flat. It's a little under $124 a barrel for Brent crude. And one of the things that pushed it down, <laughs> over there in China, a new lockdown in different districts throughout Shanghai. But it's only going to be for two days. Not two and a half days, not three days, not six days or two, seven days. We'll make up any shit we want, just like the shithead makes up any shit they want. Remember, 
Wear your mask when you're in a restaurant. That's right. When you walk in. And when you get up to go take a shit or a piss, put it back on. Because the virus knows it. And don't forget, Fauci and all of you other bureaucrats that sold all your shit. Remember people washing down everything? Remember all the plexiglass up? Totally useless. Wearing masks outside, the chances of getting it, according to the facts, less than 1%. So don't forget, all you politicians and all you health experts, when you're jerking off, don't forget to sanitize your hands. And especially when you're wiping your ass. But of course, the nobility, they don't piss or shit. So they don't have to worry about any of this. So that's what's going on. Gold, gold went down today. Again, treasury yields went up. And um, although inflation keeps going up, gold is going down because of the concern of the Federal Reserve raising interest rates higher. And gold is non-yielding. And treasury yields are. So... What else do we have? Again, tomorrow's inflation number. So here's the deal. Um, the core consumer price index is expected to raise, but these are the polls are showing, 5.9%. So we'll see what happens. The World Bank revises China's economic forecast down from 5.1 to 4.3. And China's saying it's going to be at 5.5. We've been saying since January that it's not going to hit the 5.5 mark. And now they're saying what we said in the Trends Journal six months ago. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal to read history before it happens. And to do that, you go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. Again, there's no magazine like it in the world. This was about 160-something pages, no ads. We're giving you all the facts, what in the world's going on, what it means, what's next, what's to do. And, and here, yeah, five ways to spread monkeypox. Yep. And remember, CNN, that, that little fucker zucker, yeah, that arrogant guy that, you know, because he was having an affair with this chick that was high, they fired him. You go back to your Trends Journal. Back in April of poof, 2000, when we reported that he told his staff in February to keep pumping the COVID because the ratings were going up. So again, we knew this was going to happen. And um, the world, this is from the World Bank. The World Bank's lowering all over the world. Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, and they just tuned in. And they said that the GDP will hit 3% 3 in 2022. That's 1.5%. This is global. Um, lower than they projected just in December. Again, we projected all of this. It's happening now. It's going to get worse. It's not stagflation. It's dragflation. The economies are going to drag down and inflation is going to skyrocket. Here's one for you. This is from the Global Times from China. U.S.-led interest rate hikes may risk triggering global recession. 
So yesterday you had India raise their interest rates by 50 basis points to 4.90. Australia increased their rates the most in 22 years. And the World Bank, again, they cut the global forecast. This is the OECD did. And they go on to say the World Bank on Tuesday cut its forecast of global economic growth, citing high inflation and slow growth as main reasons. Speaking during a U.S. Senate Finance Committee hearing the same day, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said unacceptable inflation is not a problem to the U.S. while attributing the problems to Russia and Ukraine. How's that for Yellen? Absolute bullshit. This is the fat mouth that back Ms. Fatsha Brut, the former head of the Fed, now the U.S. Treasury Secretary, so anybody that thinks you got a free government, grow the fuck up because you got the bankster as the Treasury Secretary. Saying that inflation was only going to be about 3% and it was only temporary and transitory. And now blaming Russia. Oh, blame Russia? Who put the sanctions on Russia? Oh, Biden. Biden who said that, oh, it's not going to deter Putin. What did I say oil prices are at? $124 a barrel for Brent crude? You like filling up for $5 a gallon? It's great. Total bullshit. It's the United States that's done this. With their record low interest rates, and pumping in trillions and trillions of dollars to artificially pump up the markets. That's where your inflation came from. So, the higher rates go, the lower the global economy goes down. Here, Yellen defends stimulus aid as prices continue to rise. Big story. Yeah, 1.9, yeah, yeah, bullshit. Uh, Erdogan vows to continue cutting rates despite Turkish leaders' rapid decline. And the, the currency fell is yesterday 16.75% against the dollar, all-time low. And he promises further rate cuts and inflation reached a 23-year high of 73.5%. And Turkey, one of the lowest interest rates in real terms, standing at minus 59.5% when you look at it. Do you see what's going on? All things are connected. When all else fails, they take you to war. You're going to start seeing problems break out big time. Again, we're on the, we're on the verge of... We are, world War III has started. It'll end with a nuclear explosion. As Rick Wiles said on True News, which I'll be on tomorrow. I agree with him. It started. We've been saying this for a long time. You see it in the cover of the Trends Journal. Two days before they, Russia invaded Ukraine. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Talk of peace is forbidden. You go to occupy peace because on July 23rd, we're having a freedom and peace festival rally up here in Kingston, New York. Judge Napolitano is going to be one of the speakers. And I can't tell you the other one, but I'll tell you tomorrow on next week.
but a big name. And we're going to have music, great bands, great band, food, free. It's free. You come up here because it's about freedom. We're going to have more when you go to OccupyPeace.com and FreedomPeaceAndJustice.com. We'll be putting it up in a few days. But remember, July 23rd, Kingston, New York, starting at 2 o'clock. Food and energy bills are soaring. Wages are up after Brexit and labor shortfalls. Staring down the specter of stagflation, businesses are trying to reduce expenses. Big article in the New York Times. It's not stagflation. It is dragflation. Economy's going down. Inflation going up. Britain is experiencing the fastest pace of consumer price growth for decades with a 9% inflation rate. And you got a little piece of shit, an arrogant scumbag, lying motherfucker, and to be equal, fatherfucker. What's his name over there? Boris the Clown Johnson. All right? All right? It's a freak show. We have mentally ill people running our lives and ruining them. Commercial property shows cooling signs. This is from the Wall Street Journal. No kidding. We said this was going to happen in the Trends Journal. Commercial sectors were going to be hit the hardest, particularly office occupancy buildings. It's going down big. You better prepare. We're giving you everything we can with the Trends Journal. You ready? Housing market is entering the most significant contraction in activity since 2006. Oh, 2006, just before the panic of 08. Yesterday, U.S. purchase applications for the week before they reported were 20.5% lower than the same week a year ago, 2021. This is according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. And purchase applications are down 40%. So today, this guy, Len Kiefer, Kiefer the deputy chief economist at Freddie Mac said, quote, the housing market is in the beginning stages of the most significant contraction in activity since 2006. We said this was going to happen, now going on for eh, about eight months, even when they were skyrocketing. How low are they going to go? Is it going to be a 2006-2012 crash? Read your Trends Journal. It's not going to happen, but we'll tell you how much it's going down and what we forecast. Bridgewater bets against U.S. and Europe corporate debt. Yep. One that inflation would be far stricter than economists and market currently predict. Well, we called it, we said it was going to happen, and it's there. And the bigs are getting bigger. Walmart Air agrees to buy Denver Broncos for $4.6 billion. The guy's worth $58 billion. You know, I remember when Walmart's, when they started this whole thing in the 70s, they only began the thing like 1962. 
And there were a load of people saying, we can't do this. They're going to put a lot of people out of business. And they have. $58 billion this guy's worth. Blackstone closes on $6.3 billion bid for Crown Resorts in Australia. Chicken producer accepts buyout. Forster Farms, $3 billion from a private equity group. On and on. On and on. Oh, here's one for you. Europe faces threat of winter ga gas rationing. How come? Oh, because they put sanctions on Russia. Brilliant. Ukraine foreign fighters sentenced to death in separatist Donbass region. UK government is deeply concerned by death sentences for British citizens by pro-Russian court. They have no business being there. What if the Russians where the land, the, the, the sun never set on the British Empire, and there was, you were slaughtering people all over the world. You know, I've had it with this fucking shit, man. The United States, the UK, France, and all their fucking colonies, uh, Belgium, one after another, murderous countries all over the world. And how dare, how dare the Russians do what they're doing? There's only been going on between the Russians, what, since Peter the Great? And, and Ukraine, they don't know who the hell they are. They ain't my business. But for these people to be talking like this, nothing but... That is bullshit! That's right. And then Zelensky says it will fight for all territory. Yep. They're losing. And you go back, and we're going to do an article on it, on all of everybody, when the war began from the West, how Russia was going to get defeated. And all the billions of dollars of deadly weapons to bloody the killing fields had been sent there to make a bad situation worse and talk about no peace. And that's why we're holding the Freedom, Peace, and Justice Rally on July 23rd. Baltic leaders tell allies to take the pain. Ready? The Prime Minister of Latvia and Lithuania have urged fellow Europeans to look past cost of living crisis and high energy prices. You ready? To ensure Russia loses the war. Latvia's, wherever her name is, Krasigenis Karnas, a guy, and Lithuania's Ingrida, Ingrida Simonietta, whatever told Financial Times that it was becoming harder to keep the West unified on sanctions, but that Russian President Vladimir Putin must be stopped. Quote, our goal must be to stop Putin to lose. So he loses the war. He's not going to lose the war. And that's from the moron from one of the countries, either Latvia, Lithuania. Then the other moron from the country said that... Um, <laughs> that they're going to do everything they can to stop Ukraine. The only way to stop it, meaning what's going on, is for Ukraine to win the war. No peace. Ukraine is not going to win the war. This is so stupid. These tiny little countries, they're nobodies, and saying what's going to happen here, this is from May 5th, 
of this year. Financial Times. Anemic Russian progress signals descent into attritional conflict. Russia's making, quote, minimal at best progress, said U.S., one U.S. defense official. A defense official? An official piece of shit. Defense official? Hey, fuckface, you haven't won a war since World War II and slaughtered millions and millions of people and spent trillions and trillions of dollars. So, in some cases, quite frankly, the best word to describe it would be anemic. They're now in control of the Donbass region, which they said they were going to take over. It's going to get worse. And we've got a lot more here. Beijing finances Cambodia's naval base. Yeah, no kidding. China urges U.S. to revoke arms sales plan with Taiwan. What are we doing over there? It's a military-industrial complex. That's what it is. Raytheon now is moving into D.C. area. He had a guy that's the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, was on the board of directors of Raytheon. All the defense, Boeing's going there, they're all going there. The country's been taken over by the military-industrial complex. Dwight D. Eisenhower warned the people in his farewell address, January 1961, that the military-industrial complex was robbing the nation, the genius of scientists, sweat of the laborers, and the future of the children. They're moving there. Another article, U.S. fails to assess civilian deaths in Yemen. Yep. 150,000 people been killed in Yemen. The United Nations calls the worst humanitarian crisis on earth. But you pick up the toilet paper record, all the news, they don't show the slaughter going on there. But every day, every picture they could find about what's going on in Ukraine. Brought to you by Anthony Blinken, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and the Democrats, and Trump kept it going. Here you go. You ready for this? Or maybe I'll get banned for saying this, but it came from the United Nations, so you can't do it. Occupation by Israel is root cause of violence, says new UN report. Israel's occupation and discrimination against Palestinians are the main causes of persistent cycle of violence, the UN report said. It's the UN Human Rights Council. Previous UN recommendations have been, quote, overwhelmingly directed toward Israel, which was, quote, an indicator of asymmetrical nature of the conflict and the reality of one state occupying the other, said the former UN rights chief from South Africa. 18-page report ending the occupation. It is not going on about how Israel is a, an apartheid state. They also mentioned that just last year, 2021, in May last year, Israel killed 260 Palestinians in an 11-day war, and Israel refused to cooperate with the investigation. And then this guy that's fighting for the prime minister, and he's losing it, uh, Bennett, tells the... International Atomic Energy Agency that Israel has the right to act against Iran's nuclear program. So this is Israel with 
an estimated between, I don't know the number, 100 to 300 nuclear warheads. They're not a member of the IAEA, but Iran's not allowed to have nuclear weapons. Then, Iran began dismantling the UN monitoring system of its nuclear program this week, partly blinding nuclear inspectors in apparent retaliation over Western criticism at a moment when analysts say Iran is again on the verge of possessing enough fuel for a bomb. The escalation of tensions was worrisome, experts say, particularly after warning yesterday by the UN nuclear agency that Iran was only weeks away from producing enough enriched uranium to make a nuclear weapon. Iran's deactivation and removal of surveillance cameras was not, quote, the finest, fi final death knell on reaching a deal, said Triata Parsi, an analyst and former president of the National Iranian American Council, quote, but we're extremely close, he said, the negotiations have been in a state of coma for the last few months with no real progress and any movement. It was Trump that took, that broke the deal of that pact where Iran would not have any nuclear weapons. They wouldn't build them. They have complete monitor by the UN and he did away with it under the pressure from Israel. The one that's one of the good things that Obama did, as I believe. And now I'm mentioning this because when all else fails, they take you to war. And the government of Israel is failing. The government of Turkey is failing. If military conflict breaks out in the Middle East, you're going to see oil prices spike to over $150 a barrel. When that happens, equity markets will crash around the world, economies will crash around the world, and it'll be hell on earth. We must have peace. Without it, you can see the future. So remember, July 23rd, Kingston, New York, two o'clock we're gonna begin, on the four corners of freedom, John and Crown Street, the only place with pre-revolutionary war stone buildings on each corner, and this is where the seeds of democracy were sown. So thank you for tuning in, and remember, the Trends Journal, if you want to know what's going on, what to do, and how to prepare, prevail, and prosper, we're giving you everything we can to make that happen. Thank you, and good night. From Cold War to Ukraine War to World War, are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.